listen to good podcasts many times rather than many podcasts. I hope this day finds you well. <laughs> My name is Jami Kwan, but everyone just calls me Jami. And I am your host for the Me I Was Tomorrow podcast, which can be found on 10 major platforms. iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, that's with an S, Radio Public, and Stitcher. In this place, my goal is to display the mark of an educated mind by entertaining thoughts without accepting them. Here's a quote from Seneca. Inwardly, we ought to be different in every respect, but our outward dress should blend in with the crowd. This podcast is a place where we meet in the middle. Life's journey has brought us here together, and that's amazing. Wow. And these are our stories. So I'll close with a quote. We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Hey, I am Lacey Wilson, and uh, I'm a conflict professional by trade, but I ultimately am a storyteller and visionary, and I like to consider myself a little wild and free. So I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to continue sharing where I'm at on my journey and what's uh, what's happening on this side of it for sure. And I'm realizing just in today how how much I can trust myself. Um, that a lot of things this month already, even though it's only the second, um, the beginning of the month of November, is already starting to um, surface for me. And kind of, I've been sitting for the past couple of weeks with a lot of different emotions um, around first anniversaries that are coming up, and. Um, I didn't really have the words for them, um, and I I was trying to sift through what what that is or what it looks like and what I need to do with myself. And I just realized that getting to a place of of being still and just allowing them to to come up and surface as they need to is really all that needed to happen. And um, so I've been starting to journal um, again after not writing for probably a good seven months. I published my book in April uh, of this year. Wait, congratulations. Tell us the name of your book. Uh, the name of the book is 32 Waterfalls. And Thank you. So a little bit of backstory on that. I started writing um, a, like, kind of like a memoir, um, probably about four years ago. And mm -hmm. it was not sitting well with me. Like I, it's, it was so hard for me to just sit down and be like this, these events happened and to like emotionally connect with the stories, even though they were mine. Um, it was hard mm -hmm. to write them down in that way. And so I, I switched gears and I made this timeline of my entire mm -hmm. life, like as much as I possibly could from like, I think I started around 2004 um on 
And I don't know why I started cool. like, for me, I was like, that sounds about right. Like eight, I was 18, like going into college, like it was a pretty transformational time for me. So I started there and I just wrote down this like sequence of events of everything that I could remember happening. I mean, little moments to when like, you know, I had cooked a certain meal for the first time and just like certain comments that people would make to me or just conversations. I mean, any little thing that I can remember, of course, the bigger minds, milestones. So I sat and made this whole outline of my life and um, it kind of set the stage for what else I could draw from that. And so I then started from write, attempting to write this memoir to writing this fictional piece um, that was based like in my hometown and the characters were, you know, around people that I knew and like my family and just certain situations that I was having with the church. So it was kind of like this weird, uh, like sci-fi thing, but I felt so detached from it. Um, I don't, I, I like reading some works of fiction, but typically that's not a genre that I'm drawn to. Um, Oh, okay. Reader. And, um, and so I was having a hard time like connecting with that too. I was like, this doesn't feel natural. So I just dropped it. I mean, I still have like maybe two or three chapters, um, on my, on my desktop, uh, about that book. But so anyway, I was, I just kind of (laughs) started playing around with different forms of writing and I ended up um, when I was younger I would write poetry all the time and um, uh-huh. I was like okay like I'm gonna give this a shot and it opened up this this whole space uh, within me to just play around with words and imagery and um, these literary elements that I've always dorked and geeked out on <laughs> like um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, and they just took it's like little, you know, four or five line, you know, some of them a little bit longer, just snippets of moments throughout my experience and my journey. Um, and they made sense and they really, they worked. And um, mm-hmm. so over the next two years, um, I just kept adding to this document that I was writing. I mean, the sheet that I had been writing on. And last year, whenever things kind of blew up, um, I was in the middle of writing book. I decided I'm going to publish. I want, I've, I've wanted to publish, like I'm going to do it this year. Um, and in the middle of a lot of, you know, pain and struggle and that part of, of the story for me came a lot of what 32 waterfalls ended up being. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just my, my emotions behind what was going on for me at the time. And then even before that, it's a mix of like, little lacy you know like these moments of like Mm -hmm. experienced um in my family and friends and um and then not so much teenage but a little bit of like junior high you know drama um just Mm -hmm. it's enough to where if when like when you read it you're like oh yeah i remember that happening like we're just (laughs) (laughs) these little moments um and so it was that all the way through and i and back in i had decided i was going to publish by my 32nd birthday with which was last november and um then you have a birthday coming november is a big month like it is Uh yeah so i had decided in august of last year that i wanted to publish i wanted to have it published and out by my 32nd birthday 
um, hence the name 32 waterfalls and waterfalls is mm -hmm. a symbol for a year. So, um, ah, very poignant. Okay. My years in waterfalls. Um, Got it. And so that was the goal. And then things, you know, personally escalated to a point to where I was continuing to write, but really had put publishing on the back burner. And um, when I left that situation in January um, of this year, I had I had decided this it's time. Like I'm I'm gonna make this happen in in my mm -hmm. year, not by my 32nd birthday. Like I'm gonna make it happen. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna work. And so I um, ended up publishing in April. I set a goal for myself, like this book will be out and published in April. And uh, April 28th is when it happened. So okay. yeah, it, um, it's a big part of my journey in the last year of just like committing to myself and mm -hmm. committing to my goals in the midst of the chaos that was around and holding on to this anchor of me um this piece of me that has always been there like when i was a little kid i would escape to my room and write or doodle mm -hmm. way to journal right um, read mm -hmm. and um so it was really great to wake up to to that feeling and know that 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 is forever a part of me and i mm -hmm. can back and like i i did that right like i did <laughs> i did that i published when i wanted to and yep. some hard shit and uh yes and it it mattered it mattered big time it still matters so i'm proud of it. you matter proud of it yes i matter <laughs> mm -hmm. um and what's written in there is that's that's me like it was just yes like these moments of like exactly here is mine and a part of me mm -hmm. so thankful that it's like out and talked about and you know anyway so i'm super proud of it and um no anyway in addition because here's the thing can we sit and not fly over that that you are at 32 a published author with a book right like in the midst of many 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 changes where many many people would have chosen to not right, go that route, to put it aside maybe because of everything that was going on, you dug in for you, right, because this is a representation of you, a lifelong representation of you, and in doing that, you allowed others um, the ability to see you in a transparency that was very vulnerable, right, and allowed you to, I just want to give this point that you are allowing others to see what it takes, right? And, and now others can hear, right? That through it all, I made a commitment to myself. And really what this is about ultimately is putting yourself first. Yeah. This is the deepest amount of love and self-care that we can have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And allowing ourselves to love ourselves deeply, owning these wonderful achievements for ourselves, it heals, it makes us stronger. So mm -hmm. kudos, because I know I put many things aside, right? And when you put them aside, they linger. But when you achieve them, right, it's worth it. So thank you. Thank you for that. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. So that whole, the journey of trusting myself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. became the forefront, was at the forefront, has been at the forefront mm-hmm. since about January um, when I left. And um, for, I know we were talking about this before recording, but like when we were talking about the time of, of just kind of shaving away the extra, mm-hmm. the external, the people, the situations, and just really digging deep within yourself in a place that from the outside may seem isolating, but really it's, it is like this sanctuary, you know, of, of mm-hmm. a place where you can just sit and be in whatever it is that you need and that you want to sit in in that moment and for me that that happened um through february and march and april of this year of choosing to you know what i'm gonna i'm staying home for the next Mm -hmm. four days right it was just like these stretches of time of just like being in the waves of Mm-hmm. I had detached from and mm-hmm. also what was wanting to take up residence in me of just mm-hmm. more of saying yes to what I need and what I want and recognizing the strengths in myself and and stepping out on those and not being afraid of what a boundary looks like and understanding that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what another person's reaction or response is to my boundary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's and you're not responsible for that. Yep. That's your shit. Like that is yeah. that's, that's <laughs> become like a part of my <laughs> that is your shit. Oh yeah. And I'm not owning it. And as a matter of fact, I don't even want to participate nope. in it. I see you. Now don't get me wrong. I see you. And let me even do one better for you. I have some empathy. That this is a struggle for you. I sincerely mean that with my heart. I see your pain, but this ain't my shit. Mm. That's love. That's your shit. And I need you to take care of your shit because I am so busy over here owning and taking care of my shit that we got to meet somewhere outside the shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen. That. <laughs> Can we please outside of outside the shit to meet? Like, please, 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 and thank you. And I sincerely mean that. Please and thank you because I do not negate your shit, honey. Your shit. No. Your thoughts. Your all of that's valid. It's valid. All of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> negating it for you, not taking away from it. I don't have space, nor do I want the responsibility. Mm or own or take away from anymore power you hear me like, mm. i don't want that i would be doing you a say it say it mm. if i oh. on any level interrupted or tried to take responsibility for what you're doing. you hear me but the addendum to that is please continue lacy because we always got to introduce it because see folks be like yeah uh-uh, wait wait lacy ain't done the addendum to that is an addition lacy go what I got my own. <laughs> Thank you. What? Thank you. I'm so busy over here tending to my own. Yep. Yeah. My I'm own shit. Just willy nilly 
throwing <laughs> in your face, right? Like I got my own. The reason why, <laughs> like, you know, like it, we all have our stuff. We all got our shit. And yeah. what I have learned for sure within the in the last two years more than anything is if I can't own, like it is my job to own my to own mm-hmm. my story right like it is mm-hmm. my, when I sit down to write or when I sit down with a client in conflict and mm-hmm. the first things that comes up is this blame game you oh, can we stop right there right there what that is the biggest thing say it again the who game the blame game we have no ownership we have very little accountability but we can come and tell you everything wrong everybody else right mm. yep it happens in family mm. workplace it happens in in any any relationship anywhere where there is interpersonal communication it, mm-hmm. it also happens mm-hmm. within ourselves right like we do that ah. ourselves. ding 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 say it again i say that I did this. It's my fault. I'm. I am blaming myself. Mm-hmm. Such harsh judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that is debilitating. It can be devastatingly debilitating when we spend a lot of time internally, intrapersonally, having conversations that sound like that. They take up so much time and energy. Mm-hmm. And what they take away from Lacey is what? What are we really striving for when this is all said and done? Well, it takes away from our ability to even recognize what we can do for ourselves. Mm. It takes away the power. It takes away from even acknowledging the pieces of us that have already gone through it. Like you, it's like you forget <sighs> that you've even yes. progress, that you've even yes. achieved whatever it is that you're now beating yourself up for, right? It's just like yep. a cycle that keeps happening and it takes yeah. intentional work and attention and care. And reprogramming, yes. Yeah. And tools and skills and practice and practice. Ugly and it doesn't feel <laughs> good. And I know. <laughs> The, the day that stands out for me so much. So I hadn't been home to visit my, all my family's in Texas and I mm-hmm. hadn't been home to visit my family in over a year. So my mom was here with me for five months. So that was easy. Like, you know, she was here. So it felt less like I needed to go home and visit. But when she went right. home, I hadn't been home to visit family, like my other family and friends and stuff for over a year. And so this past May, I went home for two and a half weeks. And oh. it was like a test for me. It was like this. Mm-hmm. Also in the place that like I'm in the Bay Area and I'm single, you know, by myself. I had been in this marriage where it was like two person income. You know, the Bay Area is not cheap. So no man. Like, am I can I make it here on my own? Is it possible right. to make a life for myself here? Or do I go back to Texas where I have this big support group and I know that I could like start over? in a place where I'm not right. feeling so much of the struggle of the starting over piece. So I was going to say pulled so thin. Yes. And so I was in that place. And so I was like, I'm going to go visit. Cause I wanted to see them anyway. And I had been through this, these months of just like being by myself and kind of like cultivating my own 
you know, new narrative and strength and all that. And so I felt good about going back mm-hmm. at that time. And so I go home there for two and a half weeks. I come back and the day before I get back, I start feeling this like, mm, I'm going to have to give myself a little bit of time to just like, like re-entry almost. <laughs> to yes, it is. Like energy of all these people who love and care for me and didn't mm-hmm. really know what had happened in the last year. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, carrying all of that, but like, and then coming back to the Bay Area by myself um, was quiet and, and needed. And I wanted that, but also it was like, grieving just not having that mm-hmm. community around anymore and so I came home and I, that was when I, I spent the next four days just like in my house and um mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere I didn't do a whole lot like I wrote a little bit and I you know watched tv like I didn't do a whole lot but I was just so aware of my emotional needs and the t- the turning point where I realized I wasn't in the space of like total grief and overwhelm or or experiencing these hard emotions from another person like because of what was happening Mm. like this this um uprooting and then also like replanting like planting of something different and what it was Mm -hmm. was like self-compassion and I remember like I feel this like I'm about to cry really hard like it was just like a big mm-hmm. acknowledgement of what was about to happen I am going to I'm about to cry really hard and I am by myself and like what can I do that is that is also like I'm acknowledging that this hard thing's about to happen but what can I do to soothe myself right like what can I do to like right. face with me and know that I'm safe and I'm good and I am taking care of myself in this moment and so I went in the bathroom mm-hmm just like turned on the shower and sat in the bathtub um, with the shower on and just cried like it was just this like like, total release and Mm -hmm. would hug myself we just like put my arms around myself and Mm -hmm. myself just like you are so good you are Mm -hmm. so worthy like you are whole and you are healthy and you are you know like just allowing myself mm-hmm. came up and it after that I mean that was after that day I was like oh I'm I'm good like I'm mm-hmm. so good right now and it, <laughs> yes I, I am I'm good right your external hug I don't even want to talk to you about what happened to me like just in this space of like oh I I I got this like it was mm-hmm. it was rooted a very grounding moment in my personal very affirming yes yeah and um because for you know months before that I was doing that same thing but on the ground in my living room not able to get up I was crying so hard and pleading mm-hmm. to know what the fuck was happening in my life with my like, mm-hmm. where are you? Why are you not here? Please don't leave me. Like, just mm-hmm. not understanding and so confused about what was going on. And then to have mm-hmm. that moment, you know, two, three months later when I'm by myself. Shift. The words, like, that were coming up for me of, like, you mm-hmm. are so good and love and whole and mm-hmm. complete in your own space. 
life. Oh, it was so powerful. Um, I'm just like wanting to cry right now. I'm like, oh my God, that's just so advice. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like, Ah, that like you said that ugly cry not that beautiful oh pat your face i mean honey that ugly cry like at church where you ain't you listen you don't went to your spirit soul everything crying my nose running but i'm gonna keep myself under control yeah i have a um i have a i have a word for that i call that joy juice it's the mix of Right, I call that joy juice. Hashtag joy juice. I'm not joking. In my head, when it happens, it's the tears of joy and relief and release of sorrow, and your nose running and your eyes are crying. But that's your spirit. That's everything coming out of you, right? And appreciation. That shift from pain, moving up to gratitude, all the way out to appreciation, and making room for more love. I call that joy juice. That's your joy juice. Oh, it's a, mm, I love powerful. That. I love joy juice cries. Grab you. Ah, I got a closet. I got a closet. Look, look, how ugly can I get? Right? Like, like how, how ugly can I get? Honey. Oh, wow. Just a hot mess. Hot mess. Honey, howling, howling, and then you realize that the howling is laughter and joy, and 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 you're talking about I'm beautiful and I'm wonderful, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Ah! <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought I was sad. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> And the cleansingness of it and the freedom and the joy and the love and the trust of self to allow self to be so rooted in this moment to immerse yourself in who and what you feel you are and to let that freedom come forth and to hold yourself in that moment of safety that is something that very few of us have um, found our way to, but it's so, so very, very important, powerful, and valuable. It's not something that um, I feel can be negated. Because like you said, we make time to get on the floor and holler for others. Why you leaving me? Right. <laughs> I poured out my pain for your love. Right. Oh, right? We make space for, in all things for everyone else. But to hear you and me come together and say, I did the same thing for myself. That is, I'm going to give you a clap. That's bravo, because very few of us will give for ourselves what we will give for others. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Self-care, self-love. Yes. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. I, right? Just that, uh, that is that's the breath. That that's the breath. <laughs> that's the breath. That's it. That is the breath. And those are the moments mm-hmm. that, like, as you know, November unfolds again. We were talking about appreciation, yeah. and that word hasn't left. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think it right. Left. Again, mm-hmm. um, that is the word that I have been trying to mm-hmm. touch on. Like even saying gratitude, like you were saying it it comes from it can come from this place of hurt or pain or acknowledging like i'm so mm-hmm. that it's over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is true and also right like there's mm-hmm. like yeah and i've learned like i have learned 
so much for mm-hmm. and I am like you teach your clients like you were saying right it's a shift it's just a slight shift in the narrative of our story from victim to accountability yeah. Yeah. that's it you no longer see yourself yes you no longer see yourself as a person who was dragged into a situation you see and own your participation and there is no label of good bad ugly wrong whatever because it's done instead what you can do and those of us that can see it we're looking at it we're asking you to look at it accepting it so that then in that place of acceptance there comes recognition comes ability to achieve sustainable long-lasting effective internal and external change it can't happen until we see it Mm. and now wait peanut m&m break (laughs) so we're gonna take a break right here and we'll be right back (laughs) 